I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Tiffany. We're about to boldly go where no one's gone before because we're about to do Star Trek Green Lantern, The Spectrum War. Ooh. <laughs> because, like, I'm implying no one's read it, but the fact is so many people read it, there's a sequel to this. Ooh. Really? Yeah. So high were they on the viability of merging these two franchises together. <laughs> and of course, how could they not? They're both in space. They are both in space. There yeah. you go. And they technically explore. Right. Mm. And I guess, like, later versions of Star Trek would be more like space police in a way. Yeah. Like political police. Right. Yeah. And, and, and and Hal Jordan is also a captain. Y yeah. 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 And he's from he, Earth. Listen, it makes... Like, yeah, Earth is an important planet. Yes. yes. Uh, it, it, looks, it makes as much sense as making Hulk and Batman fight because they're both named Bruce. So, <laughs> there we go. This is written by Mike Johnson with art by Angel Hernandez. It takes place in another universe. So don't even worry about it. Oh, really? Oh. No continuity. Just like, how can I raise the stakes? I know it's an alternate reality for everybody. By oh. the way, it also takes place in the Kelvin timeline. I'm oh. sorry. An alternate Kelvin timeline. Yes. That's... A divergent <laughs> Kelvin timeline. A divergence from a divergence. <sighs> cool. So this was after the movie, obviously. Naturally, yes. And uh, while the IDW Star Trek series featuring the Kelvin characters was going on. Right. Oh. Uh, which does feature... But it's, it's not even... It's, not it's a there. divergent from that as well? Yes. Um, so the story opens with uh, Ganthet, you know, the, the b ponytailed cool dad of the Guardians. <laughs> uh -huh. Signified by his ponytail. Naturally. Right. And his, like, affinity for humans and his willingness to skirt the rules. Right. Uh, and he is desperately running from a Black Lantern entity known as Necron. If you're familiar with Blackest Night, you know Necron is like the Black Lantern and mm -hmm. he controls death and mm -hmm. he can resurrect, you know, dead people and make them into Black Lanterns. He barfs up Black Lanterns, he gives them to dead corpses, they get reanimated, they remember everything, but they're also compelled. It's DC's zombies, yeah. pre-deceased where they're, but they're, they're zombies, zombies, but they're, they're not zombies. Well, they're, they're as much a zombie as a reanimated corpse can be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also they are compelled by the will of Necron to be assholes. Right. You know, it's like if you resurrected, like, your fallen wife or best friend, they wouldn't necessarily be compelled to kill you. Right. But because they are under the thrall of Necron... They are. they are. Well, I mean, that could also mean they came out of the pet cemetery. Naturally, yes. Yeah. The ground is sour, and I guess you could say that Necron's, you know, <laughs> influence, influence is, is sour. sour. It's yeah. true. You don't want to go down that sector. <laughs> no. They, <laughs> they come back wrong. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> dead better. So anyway, Ganthet's being dogged by Necron. Clearly it's like the end times. Things are not good. Uh, Ganthet is on the planet. Mogo, who is, of course, his own Green Lantern member... Uh, Mogo seemingly is dead or inoperative. He's not. Is he out. a Black Lantern now? Well, you see, not yet, or oh. at the very least, uh, he doesn't get caught up in it. Okay. So no. So instead, Ganthet uses the powers of the Spectrum, which is to say, the Lantern Spectrum, mm -hmm. not just the Green, but also the rest of them. Right. <laughs> and he like harnesses their power to transport himself and seemingly. Mogo as well into another universe. What universe is that? The Star Trek universe. Mm -hmm. Cue the theme. 
Right. It's because the Enterprise immediately opens the frame, yeah. and they're exploring a sector when they happen upon this dead planet, which is, of course, Mogo. They transport down, and they find the withered dead husk of Ganthet. What? And a few scattered rings. How long has he been there? Uh, he's been there not too long, that just that Necron caught him and killed him. Oh, uh, okay. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. And he no. didn't become a Black Lantern. No. Wow. That's, that's actually pretty, that's, that's good control for a villain. Agreed. Yeah, usually you'd want to, like, turn everyone... No. Yeah, you're just like, I'll turn my greatest enemy into the thing he hates. Oh, it backfired. Right. No, I'm right. just going to kill you. Yeah, no, so, I'm just going to kill you. Naturally, it's an uninhabited planet. It's alien to this sector. So the uh, captain and his entire bridge crew transport down. Into the <laughs> right. Of right. course, you got to bring the captain down there. Yeah. yeah. And his first officer. Well, he's and he's super his... curious. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I just want to see it. Right. It just seems neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they get down there and they find this cool dead alien and a bunch of jewelry. And they're like, whoa. It's really cool Weird. to see them wearing spacesuits. Right? Mm. Well, because there's no atmosphere on this planet. It's like normally there is because, you know, it's Star Trek, so every planet has Earth-like <laughs> atmosphere. So it's the only planets they go to. Everything else is trash to them. Yeah. Right. How do they How do they know where on the planet to look? I assume some sort of energy signature I'm sure is that coming they, off of the rings. Spock does detect some kind of, like, reading oh, on okay. the surface of the planet, so they do go so there. So they go to the okay. spot that he found. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They recover Ganthet's body. Uh, they put it in a tube. They put it in a tube and they give it to Bones and Bones has to check it out. It's like, well, he's dead, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he literally said that. <laughs> of course, that's the obvious joke. Yeah, why you got not? got a skeleton man. Even you could write for Star Trek. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, hire this man. Yeah, he'll take the Kelvin timeline in some bold new directions where no one's gone before. Yeah. They recovered the rings and they give them to Scotty and his annoying barnacle friend, yeah. who I hate and will not regard in any way with a name. So uh, Scotty's like, like, what? What are you giving me these things for? It's some kind of energy conduit. I don't know what they're supposed to be doing. You just give me some colorful jewelry and you expect me to know what's going on, you know? So they're just looking at it. Put mm -hmm. it in the core. Just stick just it in throw the core. Just, throw, just see what happens. Right, well, well uh, more or less that's what they do. Scotty decides to bathe them in tachyon fields just to see what happens. Oh. And they activate and immediately go to different members of the crew. This, yeah. they, this sort of makes me feel like I could be a scientist in Star Trek. Like, I mean, yes, well, most, I, I don't the computer know what to do. does most of the work. I don't know what to do. Uh, let's hit it with uh, tachyons. Let me, yeah. let me tell you something. In 1987, they bring a woman whose specialization is in humpback whales yeah. to the future. They immediately give her a job. Yeah, she may nope. or may not be the most scientific person there. And <laughs> the job she's given is not stay on Earth and monitor... The only humpback whale in existence, it's right. to go across the galaxy. What? Yeah. Yeah, no, they're good. As she, as, like, literally between the time when she is brought to the future and after Kirk is Court demoted, yeah. she decides, she gives them all of her information on humpback whales yeah. and goes, good luck. Yeah. Well, they look up stuff in books, I'm doesn't sure. She, doesn't she love... Gracie so much. No, it's fine. Yeah, she but now that she's in the future, blood. she's like, oh, now I can now go to space. Safe. Those whales are safe. Yeah. That sucks. They're safe. They're it's safe. fine. Yeah, Listen, nobody's going to hunt them in this utopian future. She's not wrong, but shouldn't she be there for Gracie to yeah. like monitor her activity? Okay, she did for, her part First for of them. all, that whale doesn't give a fuck about her. Well, naturally. No. We're not talking Second about of, human beings here. Yeah. Second of all, if anything happens, they'll just bombard the whales with tachyons. 
<laughs> as is standard procedure, <laughs> apparently, in Starfleet. Like, yeah. look, you gather a bunch of, like, Starfleet scientists together, and, like, that something's not working. They're all going to be like, did you try burning it with tachyons? It's the first thing I yeah. tried. Yeah. yeah. So so right they, before I reverse the polarity. Yeah. Naturally. <laughs> so anyway, they, they blast the rings. The rings go all over the place. And then, suddenly, a Klingon warship off the port oh, bow. No. And they're being hailed by a new character <gasps> named General Chang, who says, ah, Kirk, at last. And you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> damn God. Yes. Is this is this Christopher Plummer, General Chang? First of all, yes. Second of all, is it General Chang somehow slipped through a wormhole from the original time? No. It's just no, the, he's Kelvin Timeline Chang. It's Kelvin General Timeline Chang. Chang, who looks, acts, and quotes Shakespeare just like the old yeah. General Chang. Well, that just and means that like nothing can stop Chang in every yeah. version yeah, of their inevitable. timeline. It's <laughs> inevitable. He will always lose his left eye. He will always want Kirk. He will always love Shakespeare. Yeah. Literally, and he goes like, ah, Kirk. And Kirk's like, do I know you? And he's like, oh no, but I know you, Kirk. I've been chasing you across the galaxy, old foe. And Kirk's like, what? And the reader's like, huh? Like, let's say you're a, Cl you're, let's say you're a Kelvin fan. Yeah. You're like, I don't know who this guy is, and I don't have any affinity for him whatsoever. Yeah. You're an old fan, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, who's, who's this, this for? <laughs> The Inquisitive. You know, he was like that in Star Trek VI, though. Because he shows up, he's like, Ah, Kirk, I know. I know you so well. And you're like, I've never heard of I've you. I've never heard of you. No, I studied your work and yeah. your, 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 your aggression against the Klingon Empire is well documented. Yeah. I'm trying to do the Christopher Plummer voice. I think yeah. I'm doing it okay, Joe. Yeah, it's all right. Something. <laughs> it's a thing. It's not... It's more like him than, like, a general Klingon. Right, I well, it, it's, not, it's not David Walker as Gorkin. Yeah. Ah, Captain. <laughs> yeah, he's a little more. There's also a spoken. great Cardassian in uh, the episode um, where Picard is kidnapped and tortured. Yes. And he's forced mm -hmm. to, you know, endure the the lights. And he's like, "How many lights do you see?" Yeah. Oh, it's so good. There are four lights. There are four, there are four lights. Yeah. The energy output, like you know, increases tenfold, mm -hmm. the rings explode with power, and then they zip all across the galaxy. I also guess they cause a hull breach because three of them leave the Enterprise, yeah. uh, and uh, no one gave them opening. Right. Well, it's like, it's, didn't open it's a, like a tiny them. one. Right. It's, it's like, yeah. It's a a pea-sized <laughs> hole in yeah. any hull will destroy your well, ship. Well, they have auto force fields that go They do have fields. Yeah, have so it's, it's, yeah, fine. it's fine. It's fine. So wait, does that mean that lantern rings are powered by tachyons? Right? In this? In this oh, universe, it's more like tachyons don't hurt. <laughs> is that, is that gonna, maybe Hal should try that sometimes. Well, like, it, yeah. You could have bombarded them with anything. Well, no, I, I think may, maybe tachyons are close in, in an approximation to the energy surge from the power batteries. Oh. Because at one point, like, of course, other characters receive rings mm. that are not the bridge crew of the Enterprise, and they will need power batteries to charge them, but maybe tachyons can also approximate could, could do that, that okay. kind of thing. And in fact, there's actually a, a, a device that comes up later in the book in which there's only tachyons could possibly power them. Hmm. So anyway, uh, a, a few members of the crew get the, uh, get, get the rings. Uh, of course, General Chang receives a yellow ring yeah. The Sinestro Corps, a fear. I noticed sure. all the bad rings went outside the ship. Yeah, yeah it's not like Bones gets Listen, rage. <laughs> I'm just saying the red ring isn't necessarily bad. I think no. it's just misunderstood. Sure. Like, yeah, whatever. Sure, atrocitous. <laughs> Chang gets 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 the yellow ring. Sure. Uh, Chekhov gets 
the blue ring. Uh -huh. uh, Uhura gets the violet ring. Naturally. And uh, Bones. Because she's the girl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, Openly Kirk emotional. should get that. He loves yeah. everybody. Any yeah. woman who steps on that ship. That, there's a difference. <laughs> there's no lust spectrum. It's, 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 you know. But uh, yeah, so Chekhov, Uhura, and Bones get rings. Yeah. And it's like, oh, great, the least interesting characters get rings. <laughs> well, they gotta get something. No, to... it's true. It's too bad Scotty didn't get one. I know, he I know. He would have had a lot of fun making constructs. Scotty has a good time anyway. We'll see where, where that goes. Oh, anyway. all right. But uh, yeah, so. And Sulu, you could just sit down for this one. <laughs> Sulu gets a, gets a ring later. Mm. Um, but so yeah, th this whole happen. it's great. General Chang shows up, aha! And then the rings show up and everyone's like, what? Including Chang is like, oh, to be or not to be on my hand. That's the question. <laughs> what no, it is, though. Oh, well, but uh, the play's the thing. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, everyone's distracted, and then uh, Hal Jordan Green Lantern shows up. How? Well, I'm sure he's going to tell us. He uses his ring to look for Gantt, and he finds his body on the ship. And he's like, you want to tell me why my dead friends? No, but how did he get here? Well, the ring can can transport between dimensions. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Same way Gantt got there, I Exactly. Yeah. Chekhov, of course, says something like, Captain, I feel weary, weary strange. That's why uh -huh. they made him have a ring because so we they, can talk more they, yeah <laughs> and we can have him say hilarious things like nuclear wessels yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so uh check have an awesome time which like pisses off kirk in a big bad way because mm. he know, wants like, a ring take this like you should be taking this more seriously it's oh that. it's more yeah well, well check like flies around he's like look captain yeah. i am totally hey, you're a starfleet officer what are you doing like, flying around the ship okay well oh, excuse me <laughs> Kelvin Timeline Kirk. Not even regular Kirk, no. but Kelvin Timeline Kirk, who is constantly dabbing his nose from a previous fist fight you were in. Yeah. I think well, it's more, I think he's saying that, but it's more like, I should have a ring. Yeah. yeah. It was my ring. Yeah. So uh, anyway, they're trying to get their bearings when Chang just like blasts out of his Klingon ship and he's like, aha, <laughs> behold the rebirth of the Muktovar, an ancient predator alien from Kronos. Kronos? Yeah, Kronos. Given glorious new life, he immediately figures out he, how to make a construct. He immediately figures out he could go out into space yep. and he can create a gigantic monster from yep. his ring. Wow. And by the way, the monster, uh, the uh, Muktovar, is a like, exterior augmentation of the Klingon warship. Oh, so it's like the cool. ship like flies that, the ship. yeah. That's kind of cool. That it is, is cool pretty idea. dope. Yeah, yeah uh, eventually Hal Jordan will take over command of the Enterprise and create a bigger Enterprise outside the little Enterprise. So you can see how creative and amazing <laughs> Hal Jordan is. Hal Jordan's like, okay, wait, I need, to, I need to come up with something. Not a box, I know. Uh, the same exact ship I'm in, Yeah, but bigger. Right. So meanwhile, on the planet Gornar, oh no! These lizard aliens, oh no! Also known as the Gorn, uh, uh, one of them receives the Red Lantern ring, and you get a cool uh, Gorn Red Lantern. Sweet. See, you could have just gone like with another Klingon, but no. yeah, but no Gorn. Yeah, that's awesome. why not? And like, listen, you know, they've come a long way since the arena. Yeah. I mean, like, now ba, they ba, look... Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> that would be the theme that would play when he receives his I ring. I think that's just the theme that plays constantly in this area. Yeah. It's like the number one chart-topping song. At all times. Yeah. On Gornar. Yeah. Yeah. So, Glockon of Gornar. Remember that name well, because Glockon's going to come up a lot. I'm kidding, he's not. Oh, wow. Oh. Ooh. It's a spooky book! <laughs> Garminarnar. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan fights General Chang. Oh. Because, like, he has experience with that. Right, and then it's a yellow um, ring. So it's like, oh, I gotta fight the guy with the yellow ring. Exactly. I know to do that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, you know, 
Kirk's like, okay, well, Sulu fire photon torpedoes at the bad guy. Yeah, he's and, a Klingon, he's a bad guy. Right, and, uh, and Sulu, well, he did threaten them earlier. Right. Yeah. And Sulu's like, I'm sorry, our weapons are inoperative, Captain. And then Sulu, and, and then uh, Chekhov's like, don't worry, Captain, we can improvise! And like, he augments the ship with his powers, and they like, fire, you know, blue lantern yeah. photons. Sure. Meanwhile, Uhura's just like, being tethered by Spock, who's just kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, don't go anywhere. So, what are you doing? Yeah. Flying around out of so space. We still haven't seen where the orange lantern or no. orange ring went. That's right. We have not yet. One left. But we will. Can you guess what race receives the greed ring? The Frangie. Yeah. No. no. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, I was like, it's yeah. the Frangie. Obviously. No, it's, it's, Frangie. it's the Kelvin timeline. There's no Frangie. The Frangie still Frangie. exists. Yeah, but we're not doing the Frangie. Okay, next one. It's a, a different Ferengi. It's the uh, Romulans. The Romulans get the, oh. get the orange oh. lantern. Oh, all right. I know. No, it would be amazing. Ferengi would like, be better. Yeah, yeah Quark is there. He's like, ha, 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 ha. Damn. What's his, what's his money? La oh, gold press latinum. Yeah. So wait, it's gold pressed latinum. Does that mean it's made it's out of latinum gold? That's pressed it's, with gold. It's pressed with gold. The gold is like useful for encasing the valuable thing, which is the latinum. That's hilarious. Latinum's like a, a liquid or a powder or something. You need to wrap it's like, it in It's something. like a chocolate candy. Yes. Yeah. It's like a chocolate coin. Yes. They, they, they keep Chang at bay, but mm -hmm. then they decide like to commit a strategic withdrawal. Okay. Uh, Kirk's like, we don't know anything about this. We're just, I'm, I'm ordering a full retreat. Right. So they all bail and Chang calls them cowards. And then we go to planet Romulus where Praetor Decius is you know, proselytizing to his fellow Romulans about how, like, we've destroyed, like, they destroyed Vulcan, and now is the time for us to expand. Ah. And they're like, no, mm, I don't know. And then he gets the orange lantern ring, and he slaughters all of the Romulans. And he's like, you're all weak. You don't know what you're doing. Meh. No, I'm sure. So he totally reamens it up. Jordan and Kirk meet. Jordan is like, so what the hell is this? You're all people from, like, Earth and stuff, but, like, we don't have a Starfleet. Right. Like, are you, a, thing. are you like a secret NASA program? And Kirk's uh, like, NASA? Wait, so he doesn't know he's in an alternate universe? Nah. It's like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Which there is a great <laughs> Star Trek Planet of the Apes crossover comic. That one is the original timeline, but it's like show crew and first movie Planet of the Apes. Mm -hmm. So Chang goes to the Klingon homeworld and he's like, <laughs> Counselors, I bring you good tidings. I've got the weapon that can bring the Federation to its knees. And they're like, what are you doing? And then he slaughters all of them and he's like, I'm in charge of the Klingon Empire now. <laughs> so the same thing that happened on Romulus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then Sinestro shows up and he's like, what? stop, stop. You work for me now. Well, what is Sinestro doing in this universe? Oh, didn't you know? He can transport here too, and he did. Everyone's just going to this. You know yeah, what? Our literally, universe is so lame. Well, let's go to the Star Trek universe. Well, like, here's the thing. It's an alternate reality. You know, everyone's dead. Mm -hmm. uh, they, make right. a, they make a point where, no like. reason to stay there if Necron has converted everybody. To yeah, like, did Necron take over the DC universe in this reality? Like, did Necron kill everybody? Did the Blackest Knight, like, win? Is that what Maybe. happened? Wouldn't Necron be here if he killed. Oh, um, yeah. What's he his killed Ganthet. Ganthet? So, so wouldn't he be in this universe? Yeah, yeah he, he killed everyone in the other universe. Back. He followed. No, yeah, this well, Necron, Necron followed Ganthet to the Star Trek universe and then killed him. Yeah, so yeah. he is here, so we're probably going to see him. Oh, yeah, no, Necron's here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's the, he's oh. the villain of the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go. No, you thought it was General Chang. Right. General Chang is a joke. Okay, it's literally. It's a wink and a nod. There's Larfleas. Yeah, Larfleas shows up. 
Well, because <laughs> because like the the you know because Darcius or whatever da, da, Dacius yeah Praetor Romulus is like uh, having a good time and then and then Larfley shows up and he's like well you're not gonna get far without this power battery he's like mm. also you better make me some cookies right some delicious Larfley's cookies which you can find over here <laughs> Jordan reveals like the tragic history of the death of the DC universe where like Necron won and destroyed everybody and, and Darth Plagueis the Wise while he's at it. Normally, you'd have the White Lantern, who can possess the White Lantern entity, would defend against Necron, but Necron killed Kyle Rayner, who would be and oh. had been the White Lantern the last time. So, couldn't anybody like couldn't somebody else? Well, you need to few you need you need to bridge all of the spectrums together into one entity who can handle it and 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 who's kind of like destined for that role, right? Uh, which of course they do at the end, but you know, uh, Glaucon the Gorn is like slaughtering his own people. Apparently, like one, if you're a bad guy in the Star Trek universe and you get a ring of power, it you just, immediately turn on your countrymen and take over. You just yeah. declare you're the winner, which right. I guess like you would, because like everyone in Trek who is a bad guy is always like desperately clutching for power. Yeah. You usually have to like subtly do it by like poisoning someone, but like in this case, it's like I have a ring of power with a, with a, with a personal shield. I'm right. just gonna kill you with my ring of power. Right. That's the end and that's it. it, he's not turning them into Red Lanterns. No, no, he no. doesn't know to do that yet. Okay. Thankfully, Atrocitus shows up and he's like, well, I'll have to show you the, show you the ropes. Glockon. Does Dexstar come? No. Damn it! I'm sorry. Dexstar, if you're not familiar, is the Red Lantern Blue. That, okay, so wait. If they ever did this again, they could have done it with the TNG crew, and then Dexstar could be there and, and spot. spot. <laughs> uh, the Romulan, the Gorn, the Klingon. They all destroy their People. governments, governments yeah. and declare themselves dictator, and then their DC counterpart shows up and says, no, you work for me. I have the lantern. I have the lantern, and also, like, I know how to use it better than you. Right. Of course, like, Chang is a general, so he, like, is kind of formidable, but Sinestro, more or less, like, and he have a have a war of words. Okay. And, you know, they, they, they come to an understanding. Mm -hmm. Sure. So Chekhov's bouncing around outside the Enterprise. Kirk is, of course, getting more and more progressively pissed and annoyed at all this bullshit. Sure. And Star Sapphire shows up with uh, Saint Walker of the Blue Lantern Corps, mm -hmm. and she's like, you gotta help us, we gotta get inside. Like, Necron is coming, and he kicked the crap out of this, out of this pacifist. So uh, <laughs> they, they bring them aboard, and then, of course, like... Kirk's immediately like, hello. <laughs> on the border between the Alpha and Delta Quadrants, uh, another ship another from the Federation is attacked by... Uh, Glockon and Atrocitus. The border between the Alpha and Delta Quadrants? Uh-huh. That would be in the center of the galaxy because they're like diagonal from each other. Yes. Fuck. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I'm the writer and I remembered two quadrants. <laughs> yeah, the wrongest ones! <laughs> Alpha and Beta. At least they're right next to each other. Yeah. No, no, I remember the Delta Quadrant. So yes. I'm doing that. Now here's the thing. Where's the board? They're in the Delta Quad. Yeah. There's no Borg in this book. Otherwise, they would yeah. get they would be Black Lanterns. Yeah. Mm. Yes, they oh, would. It would be amazing if the Borg like cube. assimilated Necron. Well, yeah, and then the oh. Borg cube became a Black Lantern, and then you <laughs> had Mogo as the Green Lantern, and they had to like fight. Yeah. Sphere versus cube. Yeah. The age-old battle. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. <laughs> so Glockon destroys the USS Constellation in an impossible location of space because it's between the Alpha and Delta Quadrant, which doesn't make any sense. And uh, he he does this as a declaration of war, mm. like the Gorn have declared war on the Federation. Sure. Gotcha. Uh, and then Kirk stands in a room with a bunch of people who have way more power than he does. Yep, and yep. he feels <laughs> completely <fumes> internal. <laughs> of course he does. While also staring at Star Sapphire. 
Oh, yeah. Well, she gives them every reason to do so. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Necron is busy because he goes to the vacant space where Vulcan used to be. Oh, okay, no. And then reforms Vulcan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hal explains how, like, everything that they're up to, up against is, of course, a no-win scenario, which, of course, Kirk, oh, no. Kirk's like, please. <laughs> Bitch, please. Bitch, please, yeah. I know. I, I am the king of no-win scenarios. <laughs> yeah. I cheat, but... That's yeah. how you win. <laughs> yeah. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's right. <laughs> oh, he makes so, them out of constructs. They're not like physically, they're not there. He like makes a construct. Oh, the, of, the, the uh, Romulan? Yeah. Yeah, the Romulan makes, ma he, he literally uses his, his, his orange lantern ring mm -hmm. to create a new senate of duplicates of himself. <laughs> That's way better than resurrecting the other ones. Yes. It's like, well, there has to be a senate. Romulus is ruled by a Senate. Yes. So here we go. Just but those are all me. you. <laughs> There's no law that says they can't be artificial constructs of one guy. I guess that's true. But why would they make that rule? <laughs> well, they didn't, and that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the loophole, my friend. Yeah. I'm just I'm just following the Kirkway here. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, Larflees and uh, Darcius or Das Decius. Decius. Yeah. So Larflees and Decius are like. Chatting, you know, Larflees is kind of like, well, do you have anything I want? Do you, because all, all he right. is is all consuming. And, mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, Decius is talking about, like, how the Federation stood in the way and how it's taken everything. And he's like, oh, so do you think the Federation has stuff I want? Like, maybe I'll declare war on the Federation with you. Uh, meanwhile, Scotty is, like, in the infirmary, kind of. Like, he's getting better. He's just kind of, like, on his ass, like, with downtime. Yeah. Uh, so... Scotty takes it upon himself to analyze Bones' ring mm -hmm. and kind of like see what he could cook up. Mm -hmm. That's what you're supposed to do before. going to make their own rings? Scotty will invent the Starfleet Spectrum ring. What? <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh, oh. Sure. So Uhura, of course, because she's now has like limitless untold power from the stars, she goes through a communications post and she hears a distress signal. <laughs> she literally hasn't done anything. Nope. She won't either. So then they, uh, they, you know, Hal's like, I can get there faster, so just give me the coordinates and I'll put it in my ring and, we'll, and I'll go and I'll meet you there. Okay. And uh, he can go faster than warp speed? Yeah. Oh. Because well, he can teleport and stuff. I oh, guess. I guess because he can In this reality. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, uh, you know, Kirk is just like, thank God the guy's off my, sh off my ship. Like, yeah. he, he never Ugh. thinks before he acts. And then Spro <laughs> and Spock goes, a, a concept of which I am entirely familiar with. <laughs> yeah, that must be exhausting. Yeah. Hanging out with someone like that all the yeah, time. Yeah, here's the world's smallest fiddle playing just for you, Kat. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Starbase 12 in the uh, Gamma 400 system, uh, Atrocitus and Glaucon are like, besieging the place with their like these two are doing a lot yeah they're busy yeah they I, killed everyone in their government and then attacked the federation directly they're actually doing something yeah yes. like everybody oh here we go so then sinestro and chang wielding the entire might of the klingon fleet attack atrocitus and the federation so this is well. this is always the mistake of the bad guys i know they never yeah. team up. they just turn on each other they do yep so, uh, as they start to fight, uh, Hal Jordan and the Enterprise appear, along with Star Sapphire and Uhura. Oh, see, Uhura's doing something. She's floating in space. Look at her. Look at her, Look at go. her going in space. <laughs> so, what a big trip. Is she going to punch wait, someone Wait, Chekhov doesn't get to go? No, uh, Captain needs him at the helm. <laughs> wait, why can't, why can't Sulu be at the helm? He's also at the helm. 
uh, Chekhov has to work the weapon. Yeah, he's got to press the button. He to literally fire says, Chekhov, you got to arm the photon torpedoes. Yeah. He's like, Meanwhile, I'm like, a living photon Kid torpedo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just tell the computer to shoot them. Yeah, what, what do you need me for? I'm uh, to push a button. Oh, you, got, I know, wait, I know. Do you, you have no one else who can fill this chair right now? Yeah. Nope. No. So uh, Sinestro uses the power of his ring and effort to infect the Enterprise and its crew with visions of their greatest fears, which knocks them all out. Knocks them out? Yeah, it, they, are, they are overwhelmed. With fear. With fear, and so they all pass out. Okay. So then uh, Hal Jordan sits in the captain's chair and then creates a gigantic version That's, yes. of the Enterprise. Uh, but he changes the ship designation because, of course, the ship's designation in Star Trek is the NCC-1701. Uh, Hal Jordan, of course, chooses the NCC-2814, which is his sector. Oh, oh sector. that's cool. This is where he instead makes a gigantic Millennium Falcon, and he's just like, I was more of a Star Wars guy. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been gold. Nice. Too bad. Meanwhile, on Vulcan, uh, everyone who died uh, is starts just, to just starts to come up out of the ground. See, if I were him, I would not do this, because they're all going to tell him this is illogical. I like, know. Being yeah, undead, the, this is illogical. Well, but they are compelled by Necron, so okay. it's like they're, they're powerful Vulcans. I can imagine Necron's like, mm, okay, mm, I should not have picked this place. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Starfleet sends out a distress signal. Jordan answers. He's like, this is the Enterprise. Like, you got it. We got reinforcements on the way. <laughs> you know, they just... It's just all-out war. You yeah. got like all, you got a bunch of different uh, Starfleet vessels just opening fire on the Klingon, you know, vessels and the and, and Chang and his forces in Atrocitus. Yeah. And, yeah. Is Star Sapphire using a Batliff? Uh, yes. So who was doing something? She's shooting. She's shooting. Uh, Atrocitus. But she looks like she's like oh. Oh, what? What? Yeah. What is... No, I'm out of here. Yeah, so then Cal uh, uh, Jordan immediately recalls Uhura. He's like, get the hell out of that fight. I need you on the bridge. So Jordan gives Uhura instructions to use her ring to wake everyone up because the opposite of fear is love or some shit. So <laughs> What? Uh, she she does. What? Or whatever. No. That's what she says. So she wakes everybody up, everyone's ready to go. Uh, Sweet. Kirk is like, get the hell out of my chair, you weird dude. <laughs> yeah. And he says, sorry, it's comfortable. He goes, yeah, I know. That's why I'm always sitting That's in it. That's why I'm always in it. And you're out there. Could use a seatbelt though. Yeah. <laughs> so meanwhile, um, Bones is of course working on still working State on Walker. Yeah. You know, he's but he's getting the hang of the ring and he's making like these fun little like Moons. versions. Yeah, well he's making basically like his mental projection of like of what medical technology should be at or something. Oh. That's my He's inventing on the fly medical technology constructs. Yes, and because he's yeah. like you know, chief medical officer, he should know yeah. how it works. All right. Uh, meanwhile, everyone's just fighting out in space. Jordan bails on the Enterprise to go fight them. It looks uh, like Larfley showed up, too. Oh, yeah, no, well, he was with, uh, he, he was with uh, the Romulan. When did the Romulan show up? During the big battle. Oh, okay. They came, too. Yeah, you need all of the bad guys and their rings in this fight. Yes. And so they do. There's no thought that's put into it. Right, okay. I, just, <laughs> I also want to, like, confirm the fact that, like, these guys just escape, all of them, from Necron. Yeah. And immediately, the bad guys are like, "Let's fight the Federation." Yes, uh, an, an organization I know nothing about. And yes. each other. Because, and each yeah. other. Hey, we totally escaped Necron. There's no way yeah. you get here. Yeah. All the yeah. other lanterns are represented right now. We could all now. get here well, uh, separately by separate paths. 
Uh, there's no way Necron also got here. Jordan does go outside to try and reason with Sinestro, and he's like, uh, Necron's here, and he's going to uh, mess everything up. Sinestro, of course, immediately supervillains his way out of that right, by saying, like, you think I fear Necron? Ha! Well, what are you doing here, I'm then? fear. He should fear me. I have the fear ring. Yeah, so Sinestro's starting to kick Hal Jordan's butt when Jon Stewart, Guy Gardner, and Kilowog show up. Now I'm in. And they're like, John hey. Stewart's here. I love John Stewart. <laughs> well, he plays virtually no role in this book As besides a That's right. <laughs> At least he doesn't kill a whole planet. So Look, that happens. So uh, while that big bullshit is happening outside, Spock, uh, you know, he's checking the sensor array or whatever, and he mm-hmm. finds out that Vulcan's back. Ah. And he's like, you know, oh, is he just always monitoring yeah. for Vulcan? Just in case Vulcan I don't back. think so. Although, uh, oddly <laughs> enough, check out the empty space where Vulcan. <gasps> it's back. I knew it. I'm glad I keep keeping keeping tabs on it. <laughs> Kirk calls up on me because Kirk, I guess, attunes the, you know, communications. The communications to their array. Yeah, to their lantern frequencies because, like, the the rings can communicate with each other. Right. Similarly to the way you can communicate through subspace. My guess is... He uses the reflector to just broadcast loudly out into space. Right. Well, that's not a good idea. There's no air in space. Some... Yeah, well, also... Like, well, it about... also shoots air out as oh, it's going. It's just... yeah. <laughs> so they put uh, Sinestro in the brig, and then they, like, all regroup. What happens to the orange lantern, Galarflees, and... Uh, and Baryon? Uh... Oh, well... Or Atrocitus? Atrocitus, right? yeah, and the Gorn. I guess they just all get defeated They're off panel. They're all defeated off panel. Okay. Like, you get to see Larflees get... Look, Sinestro ra- is the real threat. Well, here. I'll tell you this. You know who defeats Larflees? Uhura! Oh. Yay! That's cool. She does it with... Oh, yeah, she wraps him up. She wraps him up with some cute little but bands. But then she gets defeated as well. No, that's Star Sapphire. Oh, she really? She gets defeated by Sinestro. Oh, okay. So then Scotty shows up and he's like, well, I had the replicator whip up this thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I want to test it out. Uh, Mr. Sula, would you put this on? The replicator <gasps> can make a lantern ring? Well... Yes. Okay. Scotty builds it outside the replicator. Like, well, he, he puts up the schematics, and then he uploads it to the computer, and then yeah. he says, like, replicator, make this. And make he's like, this uh, thing make built. 20 of them. Yeah. Well, they start with one, because he's like, I don't know if it's going to kill whoever's wearing it, <laughs> and I'll just hilariously pick Sulu to try it out. Uh, Sulu does, and he gets to be powerful. Like, th- that's as far as it goes. Sulu has a personal force field. He can maybe fly, and he can shoot energy out of the ring. That is the... But he looks like a white lantern. He's a white, yeah. But he's not. He's not. No? He's, like, we ran out of colors. He is a Starfleet well, it, lantern. It's, he's some combination of the powers of the other lanterns. Yeah. But it's a little different than an actual yeah. white lantern ring. Right. I guess. Hal Jordan does say, like, so what's your plan now? You're going to outfit everyone in the crew with one of these things? And he's like, well, before we start with that, I want to see if this, like, gives Sulu cancer or something. Like, let's not... Fair enough. You know, so then uh, they, they arrive at Vulcan. Uh, they beam down onto the planet. Uh, and then they are faced with Necron, uh, who is, of course, like, resurrected everybody, including Spock's mom. Oh. And she's like, hey, like, come on. <laughs> come on, die with me, whatever. And you know, I'm your mom. What on a rider impression? Spock, come on. <laughs> Just die, okay? So beautiful. <laughs> um, Spock says, You are the reanimated corpse of my dead mother. You are not my mother. Right. And she's like, How could you say that to me? Come on. Hey, look at me. I mean, I am literally that, but, but I'm also yeah, technically I am gross, a- but like, look beneath the gross. And also die, right? <laughs> so uh, 
you know, uh, they, they get besieged by Black Lantern corpses of Vulcans when yep. uh, Saint Walker and Uhura and Chekhov and Bones, like, come to the come to the rescue and just start, like, blasting re-dead Vulcans. Mm -hmm. uh, Scotty decides to, like, just kind of, like... Oh, yeah. Uh, Kirk orders Scotty to fire phasers at Necron, which okay. he does. Uh, but, of course, it doesn't kill him right. because he's death or whatever. <laughs> and so... Uh, he's just not that easy to beat. Yeah, so they're, you know, so they're, you know, he's like, ah, you can't kill me. And, you know, Hal Jordan keeps him at bay. Uh, you know, Spock is, of course, like in this moral quandary with his mother. You know, she's, he's like, I, I, you know, you're not my mother. And she's like, well, then how come you even killed me then? Mm -hmm. like, how, come you, how come you haven't shot your phaser at me? And he's about to do it when John Stewart shows up and he just blasts her. There you go. And he's like, "There you go. I know yeah. something about the dead coming back and haunting you. Don't worry about it's that." It's fine. Pal. I got this. Don't worry, pal. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Uh, you remind me of a green guy I know. Exactly. Kind of. So uh, you know they're talking about how like this is overwhelming. Necron keep bringing bringing these characters back. You can respawn them. And uh, <laughs> so what are we gonna do? And uh, you know they explain that like you know there used to be like a White Lantern character who could like absorb everyone's like spectrum powers, but like he's dead. Uh, so then uh, Kirk just goes like, eh, just make Spock do it. That seems like something Spock would do. So uh, when Spock gets all Infinity Gauntlet, he gets to use his superpowers <laughs> to pull the other rings that don't belong to the Star Trek characters from them. Mm -hmm. Of course, fortunately, there's a, like, all-out war between the orange, the red, and the yellow lanterns. It looks lanterns. like they're just in a circle shooting each other. They yeah. literally are. He's <laughs> like, yep. ah, I killed my guy. Like, we're all unoriginal. And then <laughs> uh, and then Chang and the Gorn and the Romulan all lose their rings and then die in the cold vacuum of space. And the other guys are like, I'm not helping you. Oh, bye. <laughs> Ooh, so, sucks to be you. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then Kilowog, Jordan, and Stuart fire the energy from their rings at Spock, who then absorbs all of the Green Lantern energy and then becomes the White Lantern and summons the White Lantern energy, who just literally vaporizes Necron. Wouldn't it, isn't it really bizarre that Sweet. Spock, who is like such a like... A-emotional. Emo right, or like has his emotions so in check versus a Kyle Rayner style character yes. can do this. Yes. Yeah. Well, the only reason why Kyle Rayner was the White Lantern is because Jeff Johns marginalized him so hard that he had literally had no role to play. But because of, like, Ron Mars and DC Comics' efforts for, like, a decade, Kyle Rayner was the only Green Lantern. So, invariably, he garnered a following and fandom. Mm. So, it was like, well, how do we pay lip service to them while also making Hal Jordan the main Green Lantern again? I know. I'll make him this, like, heretofore never mentioned before White Lantern. So, now that he's dead, we can make it Spock. Right. And it'll actually make more sense. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the White Lantern kills uh, Necron and then kills all of Necron's uh, servants. And then everyone has to teleport before uh, the White Lantern kills Vulcan again. Right. And so everyone goes back on the bridge just in time for Spock to re-watch Vulcan die. <laughs> and so, Kirk never got a ring. No, he didn't. Uh, Spock and Kirk kind of acknowledge it at the end, you know, <laughs> because, like, basically Starfleet, like, fast tracks the whole, like, Starfleet lantern ring. What? So like everyone in Starfleet gets to carry like a ring of power. Whoa. Mostly it's the it's the Starfleet security force, but like uh. yeah. Like screw phasers, y'all get rings now. Yeah. Oh no, that'll be great. It's I'm sure better. that won't fall into the wrong hands. Probably not in the sequel. Uh, meanwhile, uh General Chang, we hardly knew ye, he just dies like an asshole in the middle of space. <laughs> not too dissimilar from sucks. his original end, but still <laughs> He doesn't even get to say any Shakespeare. It's yeah, kind of lame. Yeah, damn. Uh, 
what was it? Uh, Spock makes a comment about how, you know, Kirk probably wasn't chosen for a ring because his character can't be summarized in a single color. Oh. That's very kind of you to say, Spock. And he says, well, I would simply mean that summarizing anyone's nature by assigning them a single color is fundamentally illogical. Right. It doesn't make sense for any of them, actually. Yeah. It would the be green. The whole thing is really dumb. It yeah, naturally it would be green. Of course! No, you know why he doesn't get the Green Lantern ring? Because you wanted him to. Because you wanted to see Kirk get the ring. So? Why don't you just show me what I want? No. I'm going to do it. If I'm going to do a Star Trek Green Lantern a crossover, something that no one in the history of anywhere has ever asked for, I'm not just going to hand over all the fan service. Right. Never mind the fact that I literally brought General fucking Chang into the book. Yeah. Yeah. As just nothing but ubiquitous fan service. Yeah. But whatever. So yeah. well, we gotta save that for the sequel, right? Which, in, of course, they invariably do. Yeah. Uh, and so, like the, like, so wait, does Hal Jordan just live here now? Yeah. What? Yeah, the book ends with. Well, they Hal just abandoned the DC universe. It's dead. It's Necron dead. killed everybody, I guess, or whatever. We don't see like Superman or Batman or anything like that, but like. Let's just assume that there's like a version of the DC universe where it's just the Couldn't, lanterns or something. All right, wait. Couldn't the White Lantern resurrect it or bring it yeah, back or fix it? I, here's the thing: it would so if I, the DC universe died. Yeah, like, would, but it's not. But like, because, wouldn't like Hal be like Spock? You, you man, my man, you gotta come with me. Yeah, real quick while you're still all white and stuff. Like, uh, yeah. let's go back through the portal thing. Nope, didn't maybe it's do a it. one-way trip. What happens maybe. to all those rings? Oh, the rings that belonged to yeah. them? Uh, they don't really get into it. <laughs> oh. Maybe they're destroyed in the effort. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. They, they mentioned that they found the remains of the ones who would be despots. Yeah. But that's like the only closure you get. What, they run out of issues? My assumption is because like Spock collects all the rings that like they kept them. Yeah, he's got them in his quarters. Yeah. Like Along the, with like you know his his bathrobe from his resurrection. Oh wait, that's a different Spock now. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't. Mm, yeah, no, so then that's it. It just ends. They could just the book. It just ends. The book just, just stops. Well, it ends with uh, Green Lantern because don't forget he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, I'm here. Ah. My job is to protect the universe, and uh, I guess it doesn't matter which universe. The end. I don't know anyone does here. He, does he do alone, his oath? He does, but like a, a a version of both oaths. Oh. You know, he says like. Here, uh, I am sworn to protect strange new worlds, new life, new civilizations, and boldly go by lantern's light where no one has gone before. That's nothing. No, that's yeah. not an oath. That's not a closing. That's just stupid. That's really weird. This book was really fun, and then all of a sudden, it was like, all right. Uh, I don't know what to well, do. Well, I don't know well, what to do, and I don't know how to close those. Maybe I shouldn't have had all of the bad guys get rings. Maybe I should have just stopped with Chang yeah. and just yeah. gone from there. Done a but I also want to do the spectrum war like i want to do a whole thing why with you necron do the special and war in the sequel you wanted to do because well, i don't know if i'm gonna get, get another get a that's sequel. true yeah. yeah yeah i thought i might only get the one shot so i gotta do it all yeah except if you're gonna do it all then you give kirk a ring and you don't end it with your three main antagonists dying in space like chumps right but i yeah. guess like sinestro atrocitus and larfleas are still out there yes around. they are still out yeah. there yeah we you can know, fight them. And could potentially be outfitting more Larfleas is going to groups. find the Ferengi. Right. Yes. That they, would be great. That would be great. They, like, they, worship they, him as a god. Yeah, they go to They've the They've never understood such greed. Yeah, They could become the new Grand Nagus. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's the best idea. And I know they didn't do it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, the Borg would be great. Q would, fighting with Q. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd amazing. be great. I would honestly like to see either, like, Hal Jordan or whatever deal with Picard. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Just yeah, because so Picard would be like, get the f hell off my bridge. <laughs> Riker would be like, oh, 
<laughs> like Riker would get a ring, he'd love it. Right. What ring would okay, he get? Riker would Green. totally do the thing I wanted to have happen where like Star Sapphire is there and he's like Aye. <laughs> My quarters is just down this road. <laughs> Troy's like, I'm sensing jealousy. Oh, it's from myself. <laughs> Imzadi? <laughs> and then you have the whole thing, like, could Data wield a ring? Right. Oh, yeah. That what is a great get? idea. It'd be really fun if he just immediately gets one, and they're like, you know, Picard's just like like a happy, proud father. Just like, well, Data, it looks like you and how have Jordan's found like, your humanity after How all. is this possible? Right, yeah. And also Data's more creative than Al Jordan. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because Data has more information and knowledge. Like he, like he's like, I'll just, I'll just pull up something from a long lost civilization. Yeah, and just don't. Well, he'd, he'd wield the ring with like inhuman precision, and, and he'd have autonomy. Well, and he'd have like thousands of constructs going simultaneously. Oh my god! Yeah, because he can process a trillion Freaking processes awesome. of yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. That'd be dope. Like, you, yes, you have a lot of experience, Hell Jordan, but I'm a computer. Yeah. I can operate, <laughs> you know, seconds to you is like years to me. So, right. yeah, this stuff is all happening faster than you can wait, wait. even Wait, wait. He doesn't get of. a ring. And then they put in the emotions chip. <laughs> and then he can wield a ring. Which one would he wield? I think the I think the Green Lantern ring. I okay. think he's his will is... Eh, no. No. I guess it'd be like compassion or something. Because mm. he loves Jordy so much. You know? And Spot. And spot. And spot. Yeah. There you exactly. Go. But don't forget, Jordy can't have a ring. Oh no. Because oh, Jordy can't. Blind? No, because he's lame, and Jordy. I always love gets Jordy. The shaft. Jordy never gets to do anything. Yeah. No, Fine. you have to uphold the noble tradition in TNG of if you have an adventure which may feature Jordy, he has to fail. Mm. He's like, or oh, no, look he, like a douche. Wait, he could get a Green Lantern ring because he's just basically John Stewart. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, what, because he's black? No, because Jon Stewart killed an entire planet. Oh. Jordy didn't kill anybody. No, but, you know, in Sounds terms like of... something he would do. <laughs> hey, IDW in DC, make it so. Uh, if you'd like to read this, it's in the description below. I'm sure you can find it for, like, a pittance. Mm. Because... Mm. It's got to be from 2009, right? That's when the... Oh, yeah, yeah, 2009. Started. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shortly thereafter. Yeah. Maybe 2010, actually, now I think about it. Let me take a look. Yeah, like the year after. Yeah. Maybe Worf could get the Red Lantern ring, but he has to struggle against it. Oh, that'd be cool. That's, oh, a, yeah. good, that's a good use of that character and, and trope. Yeah, like trying to contain his rage and yeah. it's like even harder when he's got the Yeah, but, but his honor keeps it at bay. Like, he's oh. just such a great Klingon. Like, he is the best of them. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Make it so, DC and IDW, please. <laughs> you know, make this happen. I'll put a link in the description so you can grab a copy of this one. I'm sure you can find it. Thanks a lot for watching this episode of Backers, everybody. I'm sorry that we did this one because it's so stupid. No. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's we had fun. A, I had a good time. It's, it's fun. a goofy story. It's like, why did you do that? Yeah. Because well, space. It I mean, like, feel earned, I guess. Mm, but, like, what intercompany crossover is, really? That's true. You know, they're all creatively bankrupt, so why yeah. not this one? Well, they don't, they don't give themselves time to, like, simmer it's, and build. No. It's true that's in the Kelvin timeline because they, they couldn't beat God. Well, then... I mean, that guy is there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's well, chilling in the center of the galaxy. Yeah. Because all they did was change, like, what happened to Kirk. Yeah. What, what does God do with a power ring? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should fight that guy. That would be cool. That would be great. Yeah, General Chang. No. <laughs> do the God of Shakari. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? The God of Shakari would not do this? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? And then he becomes a yellow lantern or a red lantern. Yeah. Oh, oh that'd be great. Oh, yes. 
for too long I've been imprisoned in this place. Here's vomit blood on them. Yeah, just yeah, bring, it. <laughs> bring the ring closer. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, just like that, ask a question. What does God need with the ring of power? Who is this creature that stands before me? <laughs> don't you know? Aren't, Aren't you, you God? God? <laughs> Please, Hal, you don't ask the Almighty for his ID. Just asking a question. <laughs> but you haven't answered his question. What does God need with a power ring? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot for watching. Bye.